There is no other podcast like this, so proceed with caution as we challenge your beliefs by providing the forbidden information kept away from you and your family by modern medicine so they can keep you on the path of drugs for anything and drugs for everything. Hundreds of years of preventative medicine have been destroyed by Big Pharma. We're in the dark ages of true healing. After all, it's not just about living long, it's about living well. If your continuing search for answers has led you nowhere, you will find the truth here on the Forbidden Doctor Podcast. Now prepare to have your consciousness explode into the next evolutionary stage of human existence with your hosts, Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. Stockwell. Hey everybody, we're back for another podcast. Mary is here with me. I'm Dr. Jack Stockwell. Mary Stockwell, my wife and partner in crime, is here with me. She is in charge of all the nutritional aspect of our clinic. She is the gut queen. Ew. I like that. Or queen of the gut. The gut queen. No. What she has done in being able to restore the proper health and function of the human gut in so many patients has been absolutely miraculous. When you consider that 85% of your immune system is in the walls of the gut itself and you have a healthy functioning gut you have a healthy functioning immune system when you have a healthy functioning immune system you have a healthy functioning body now in this podcast we want to talk about another aspect that is just as important as nutrition mm -hmm. as a well-functioning immune system and that is the way the head sits on the neck this is one of the most important aspects of the work that I do properly in my clinic, in my area of upper cervical chiropractic. I am what is known as a NUCCA doctor, N-U-C-C-A. You can get more information about that at nucca.org. I sit on two boards inside of the NUCCA organization. And NUCCA has been around since 1965 and has been constantly involved in the research of, of human spinal biomechanics at the University of Toledo in Ohio, and just constant flow of research coming out that shows how body posture immediately affects body function. And by body function, I'm talking about the heart, I'm talking mm. about the lungs, I'm talking about the stomach, digestion, elimination, immune system, reproductive system, health of the skin, health of the eyes, just your ability to think. And this is forbidden information. This is what you're not allowed to know. That's the cool thing about this. That's why I'm so excited for this podcast. I've just jabbered on about the forbidden information about the gut and about nutrition. But this is where the real power, this is where the miracles happen in medicine. And you're not allowed to know this. Isn't that amazing? Well, kind it's of you are. It's suppressed. You have to tell the story. Now, what, now, I can the tell story. a lot of stories. <laughs> the story about how it is now ethical. Oh, yes, that story. That story. Your brother. Mm. Your brother is one of the high mucky muck uh, medical people of the state in which we live. And he's very nice. He's, he's a real gentleman. He's very nice. He bends over backwards to help everybody that he possibly can. But he's as medical as they come. I don't fault him for that. No. That's his training. That's his orientation. One day, many years ago, in a galaxy far, far <laughs> away, we were invited with the rest of your, I don't know how many there are, hey, siblings. It's Utah. Yes. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. <laughs> to a family gathering at his house. And 
your family, once they were able to get themselves back up on their feet after having fallen down to find out that you were involved with a chiropractor <laughs> because of the heavy medical influence inside your family, uh, it and then then we were married. Yeah, there that wasn't was scary. there wasn't a whole lot yeah. that could be done at this point except Mary and her special husbands coming over. <laughs> so, being the medical man that he was and is still, and I think we've I don't know if we've mentioned him. We've mentioned him before in other podcasts. We We're going to mention him again when we talk about our son uh, in a future podcast. However, he takes me back into the inner sanctum, which is his office of offices in the house, back removed away from public traffic. And there on the shelf, in several volumes, is, is a uh, collection of books, The Ethics of the AMA, the medical, uh, medical, American Medical Association. And he, and he kind of says, come here. And he pulls down one of the volumes of the book. And I'm not sure what to expect. I just know that he's, you know, he's a, a very well-known politically in medical circles. He, does, he doesn't just practice anesthesiology. He has some very strong political positions as well in the state medical associations. So he pulls down the book and he opens up the book to a section where it says chiropractic. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh boy, you know, um, he was it was a nice, nice marriage up till now. <laughs> you know? And so he, he takes his finger and and points to the first sentence of this section and it says it is now considered ethical to refer a patient to a chiropractor and, and then, then he slams, then he slams <laughs> the book shut and I puts was... it back up puts it back up in the other you volumes you are now accepted yes, into the family i think that's what he was trying to say <laughs> it is now ethical for our family to accept you as a brother-in-law as a son-in-law and you know and i I immediately went into denial and shock. I, I'd never seen anybody be so condescending. Well, I don't think you realize the forbidden information that you can't, the people can't find out about you. What do you mean? They can't, they're not, they don't know about chiropractic. I'll tell the story a little bit later on about my son. Um, and, and we have thousands of these, how lives were changed, lives were saved, yes. chronic problems, which medicine has no idea how to handle very well, except for covering up the symptoms, but truly getting rid of chronic problems, that was able to be done because they found you. And interestingly enough, people who have the hardest time understanding what it is I do are other chiropractors. Yeah. Because... Most chiropractic has been relegated to just, you know, snap, crackle, pop. Yeah. Um, you and know, that makes you feel better. I, we have no problem with that. That's just not what you do. That's not what I do. Yeah. What you do is so far advanced from that that it, it's stunning because you deal with the nervous system, not just the bones. Well, we deal, chiropractors deal with the bones because they house the nervous system, right. the central nervous and, and system. And I didn't know this. Not, I didn't understand this when I married you. Yeah. Well, there's no primetime TV shows on chiropractors saving lives. Right. There's just primetime TV shows on emergency rooms. Well, same with, with forbidden you know, information nutritionally. You know, if they ever found out what that machine does that I have in my office, that it predicts what could happen to you, yes. they would take it away. Predicts based on you, the, a repeatable, predictable, mm -hmm. a verifiable information gathering system that looks for weaknesses and stresses. stresses inside the organal systems of the body reading the acupuncture point uh, acupuncture lines of the yeah, human body. Yeah, and, and it's the same 
technology that EKGs use. And, you know, this is what Dr. Royal Lee tried to do for years with his endocardiograph machine, was to predict what's going to happen to your heart. Yes. But now we can just read what has already happened well, to Well, that's all heart. an EKG will do. Right. The EKG is reading electrical signals passing through the heart from all the different leads. It does different lines through the heart, like mm -hmm. it's coming around like the pieces of a pie. Mm -hmm. If it gets a clear signal all the way through the heart, it's going to show normal. Mm -hmm. If there's some scar tissue, which would have happened from a pre previous cardiac event, right? Uh, then it's going to show something wrong with the QRS wave and the, that familiar wave you see. And that will only happen if something has already, already happened, happened to the heart. But what Dr. Lee used was his endocardiograph, which listened to the sound. It listened to the sounds of the heart yeah. and saw weaknesses in the sounds of the heart. Your heart should not have weaknesses in the sounds. You shouldn't be able to feel Lepto. your heart. You Lepto. shouldn't even know you have a heart. Right. And or a liver. Or liver or stomach. <laughs> or stomach. Or um, you don't know you have a nervous system because you don't feel nerve signals. Mm -mm. You know, you don't necessarily know you have lungs because you don't feel the gas exchange taking place in the lungs. All, all this stuff, all this automatic stuff, you have no outward sensory experience with it unless something goes wrong. Right. And, and usually when, when something goes wrong with the heart, that's your one war warning and your last warning for a yeah. lot of people because then you're dead. Yeah. So as this endocardiograph developed, as you're talking about, it's, it listens to the sounds of the heart. It's listening to how strong, as you said there a moment ago, the lub-dub is. Mm -hmm. In the lub part, it is listening to the valve opening and closing. It's listening to the contraction of the muscle. And in the dub part, it's listening to certain valves opening and closing and the muscular contraction. And so what happens is this thing will show clearly ventricular weakness, which is the part that's pumping the blood out of the heart, auricular weakness, which is the part pump, pumping blood into the ventricles. It'll show valve weakness. It'll show regurgitation. It'll show um, a bundle right. branch all block. The things, all the stuff yeah. that you see on an EKG yes. that's looking backwards, this thing's looking forward. And the point is that you don't get a lot of accolades for stopping a heart attack. Oh, yeah. Because you can't prove Because you that can't prove you did. You know, I don't get accolades for stopping breast cancer in myself. That was the very first podcast we did. I don't know that I wouldn't have I would have died of breast cancer. I don't know. So it's not the it's not the fantastic crisis care that comes out, but chronic problems are where medicine fails. And worse than that, they don't let you know that there's a way to fix these chronic problems, truly fix them, not just yes. cover them up with pain pills and cover them up with steroids and cover them up with, oh, you just need to exercise more. Exercise cures everything, doesn't it? No. Yeah, see, so. It so, will make up for a malnutritive diet. Yeah, it, it will build muscle and um, that will get rid of fat and that's nice. And it also helps your hormones and, and other things. But regardless, what we're going to t teach you today is something that I am so grateful for. I'm so thrilled for that it came into my life just because I married you. And if I hadn't married you, I would have never known about this. Yes. So that's probably true. The floor is yours. Well, I, I have a few examples I would like okay. to give of the body's ability to restore itself, not just to normal structure, but the function that follows that. Because when the structure's off, the function will be off. 
if there's something wrong with the structural processes of the gallbladder, the gallbladder won't work right. If there's something wrong with the structural process of a joint, that joint won't work right. There'll be a certain limitation Right, and to the it. way I think what you're trying to say is that if you're twisted... Okay. Okay, when you say structure, you're talking about the bones in our I'm body. I'm talking about the shoulders being out of balance, the pelvis being twisted, yeah, the head and, and neck and, leaning off and to I one never, side. And I never thought of this well, before, No, because everybody you. out there walking around has some structural But I never realized problem. how that hurts your liver, how that twists your, right. your intestines, how that hurts... You know, every, you know, they just found out that every egg a woman has, has its own nerve to the brain. So if that is compromised and compressed. It's going to affect fertility. Yeah. It's going to affect That's power. polycystic ovary disease. Yes. It's going to affect PMS. It's going to affect endometriosis. Infertility. You know, yeah. My, my daughter, in fact, had endometriosis so bad. And when I married you, she was about 17-ish. No more. It's, yeah, it's gone. It's gone. What about your son? That's nerve innervation to the um, female organs. Yes. And then there's my son. I guess I'll just tell this real quick. When I married you, he was going into first grade, He, but I had held him back. I held him back, and he was going to stay in kindergarten because he couldn't tell the letter U from the number five. I thought it was smart. I didn't see any, I didn't see any disabilities. I just couldn't understand why he couldn't learn to read. And so I married you, and... We, you immediately x-rayed him, well, you, all of us, and I'll tell my story yeah, I don't know later. what to do for anybody without film. What yeah. I'm looking for, you can't touch. You can only see it on x-ray. Yeah, you can't manipulate it like... No, you, this a, is not manipulation. A typical chiropractor right. fills something out of place and pops it back in. You right. don't do any of that stuff. No. So he, um, anyway, after you x-rayed him, he was 10 degrees out of the vertical. I mean, that is huge for a little five-year-old boy. So you corrected him, and we call them corrections, not adjustments, because they are very small corrections. It's putting the structure back into a corrected position. Mm -hmm. It's not a gross movement. No. It's not a twist, a snap, a pop. No, there's no pulling or leveraging or, or twisting or no, jerking. Yeah, no None neck was ever made to do that snappy thing. No, no, of course not. Yeah, that's very scary. So anyway, um, very gentle, corrected him, put him back. In one month, he was the top in his class, and he graduated from high school as salutatorian. He would have been valedictorian, but he got an A- minus because he played football. <laughs> and um, if I hadn't married you, I would have never, ever been able to figure this out. I just happened to marry you. Think of all the millions out there that don't know about this. It's a very simple correction to the spine to the structure that frees up the nerves inside the brainstem that allowed him to be able to think, that allowed him to use the majesty of his nervous system. There's not only information coming out of the brain into the body. There's information coming from the body back to the brain. In fact, 85% of the brain's function is information coming into mm. the brain, telling the brain where it is, and what's going on? You mean coming up from the body coming up from into the, the body brain. into the brain? Only about fifteen percent, maybe twenty, is actual motor control. Getting up and walking over there and doing the dishes—that's about twenty percent of the nervous system. The rest of it, the overwhelming majority of it, is the brain relating to the world around it, and it has all this basic sensory input—the five basic senses—and you know, some people think there's a sixth sense, but it's not just the world outside you; it's the world inside you. 
And so the brain has this sensory information coming from the gut into the brain, coming from the heart into the brain. Brain Brain-gut connection. Not just blood running through the brain, but all this wiring, and then there's feedback mechanisms, and there's positive feedback and negative feedback. Hormonally based. and Most of which is hormonally based. Thank you. And so the brain is constantly monitoring, watching what's going on inside of itself to keep itself alive. You are your nervous system. We can, now they're replacing eyes. They can do a heart transplant, liver transplant, kidney transplant. They're even doing facial transplants for Pete's sake, but they haven't done a brain transplant. Or nervous system. Or nervous system, (laughs) or all the nerve, or the spinal cord transplant, because that is where life is centered. Not just life in the sense that we, well, it's a good life or a bad life. It's life in the sense that that's where all the regulatory mechanisms are located that make the heart speed up or slow down, that makes digestion start or makes digestion stop. It's not like one of these Rube (laughs) Goldberg devices where you just start a little ping pong ball here that rolls down this thing that triggers these marbles, that triggers these dominoes, that triggers, you know, and it goes on and on and on and on through 20, 30, 40, 50 things. And at the end, what happens is your morning coffee is turned on. Just because a bird, a bird, yeah, grommet. The moon is made of cheese. (laughs) Like a bird tweeted outside the window and 20 minutes later, you have a cup of coffee. It doesn't, it's not this uncontrolled cascade. So when commands come out of the brain for things to happen, the brain is making sure it happened so that it could speed something up or slow something down and raise blood pressure, drop blood pressure. You lay down, your blood pressure drops. You stand up, your blood pressure increases. Call cholesterol to heal a wound. Or call cholesterol to heal a wound. Raise sugar levels, lower sugar levels by the use of insulin. All this stuff is not automatic. There's a nervous system that makes this stuff happen. Now, I want to get really technical here for a moment. And you can... Then I'll simplify it. Then you can simplify it, Okay. (laughs) The top three bones oh, of no. the neck, C1, C2, and C3, have a certain structure to them called the primary rami, R-A-M-I. You can Google this. Look this wow, up. Wow, yeah. The primary rami. <laughs> and these three areas of the nervous system are constantly sending information into the brain to tell the brain where it's at. Now, you think... Well, of course, the brain knows where it's at. It's inside the skull. No, that's not true. If there are people that when they close their eyes, they start wobbling. Mm. There's people, if they close their eyes and I take their hand and put it behind their head, they don't know where their hand is anymore. These are central nervous system degenerative problems that will occur. And in a normal person, this information that's going from that area at the top of the neck into three major areas of the brain, into the cerebellum, And everybody knows the cerebellum, that little thing in the very back bottom of the brain. That's where our coordination comes from. Mm -hmm. Into something called the vestibular nucleus inside the brain that helps us with balance and control. And in the trigeminal cervical nucleus, that's part of the brainstem that actually extends down to about the third cervical vertebra. Thus the cervical doctor name. So that's why I'm an upper cervical doctor, because I deal with the function of that part of the nervous system that controls body posture and the ability of the body to relate itself to the world around it in the sense 
that if something happens to those three bones, that they're not in proper position alignment with the skull, there is a disruption of the information from there going into the automatic centers in the brain that the brain has to deal with in the sense that it's no longer in a balanced state with gravity. So muscles will tighten up in the neck and in the shoulders. They'll tighten up all the way down the back. Uh, sciatica can come from this. Low back pain can come from this, as, as well as a whole host of because other symptoms. Because the structure twists. Because the structure twists. And you blow out a disc. Eventually, you can mm-hmm. blow out a disc. Mm-hmm. You can get disc protrusion, uh, disc bulging, and then suddenly you've got a herniated disc only because the spine is twisting on itself. You could have two dozen people bend over and pick up something heavy and stand up, and all of a sudden, oh, 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 one of them's just herniated the disc. The 19 other are looking at that, others are looking at that one guy like, what happened to you? Well, the underlying conditions in that one person that just herniated disc have been there for a long, 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 sure. long time. The spine has been misaligned for a long time, but that's just the outward physical manifestation. What is happening inside the central nervous system as far as the body's ability to regulate normal physiological processes? What is happening to the body's ability to regulate blood pressure? What is happening to the body's ability to regulate fat content inside the blood or sugar levels inside the blood? What's happened to the body's ability to go through the normal hormonal release when you eat something that goes through all the stages of digestion? What happens if that is affected, disaffected, in Mm -hmm. fact, to a negative way so that you're not getting your acid in your stomach? Right. Suddenly you've got acid reflux. What if you can't you handle... You help that a lot. Oh, we help... Uh, just a structural... Just through the, the structural correction right. at the top of the spine. We can always, almost always make a difference in the body's ability to produce well, hydrochloric acid. Let me give you an example that you often give. I've heard you give this quite a bit, and I tell my patients about this too. You know, your head isn't actually attached to your body. It's... I mean, that's a kind of a forbidden freaky thing to know. It's just held on with muscles and ligaments. Yes. And so ligaments don't have their own blood supply. And so when they're torn or ripped, you get in a bad whiplash accident and you throw your head back and, and stretch or tear those ligaments, they don't heal very easily. You know when you sprang an ankle? Oh, yeah, and you can tear up a ligament in the ankle. And, you know, you've got a weakness there for a long, long time. Yes. About two years is about how long it takes to heal. And, and so you, your whole structure gets off at this point. And so it's a very fragile place of your body right there on your neck. But it needs to be so you can turn your head almost all the way around and all the other way around the other you way. You should be able to look backward this, over both shoulders. Yes. This is why when little babies are born and the dad is so thrilled when the little, the little baby can hold up his head because this goes way, way back to where we needed our children to be warriors right off the bat. And so the, the father's all proud. Look at him or even her. Look, he can hold his head up on the first yeah, or day. Yeah, look how he grabs my finger with his little itty bitty hands well, and holds on and but what i'm saying what but what boy. i'm saying is the neck area this yeah. this is why this is instinctually for a man and a, a woman too to see their little baby hold their head up uh, you know as fast as they can because they know it's life and death instinctually they don't know it in their head intellectually they've never been taught this that's why we're teaching you this that's why you put when a baby pushes to get down on the floor, he, he, he holds that head up, which weighs more than his body. You know, he, babies' heads weigh more than their body usually, except, except for the big diapers. But they hold their head up because 
they know they've got to get that head that upright neck, against gravity and, and they've got to get it strong because that's the most fragile part of your body but it has to be that way to have that kind of mobility you give up stability very good and and so when the little baby that's why their back arches when they're on their tummy and then what do we do what did i do i stuck my kid in a swing for eight hours a day so i didn't have to deal with him or her and the spine went backwards the other way you know it's tipped yeah, the lumbar. Yeah, the lumbar spine. And so it, they grew. It's supposed they, to curve forward. It's called the second. I'm going to trump you for a second. Okay. <laughs> it's called a secondary curve. The curve in the neck should go forward. The curve in the lumbar should go forward. Yeah. The primary curves, which is the curve of your rib cage and the curve of the sacrum, are formed inside mama before we're born because Luckily. we're in that fetal position mm-hmm. where we're bent forward and curved up in a ball. Then when we start to crawl, five, six, seven months, whenever that is, as we're crawling along, gravity will pull that lumbar curve down. It'll pull the cervical curve of the neck down so that they can get into a natural formation. When we put kids in those little swingy swings and they Google and they laugh and they're watching, you know, some TV (laughs) program, it doesn't let the lumbar curve form properly and they will have problems later on with low back dysfunction. And that's that's what I I was going to... I mean, I was trying to get over that really quickly, but what I was trying to talk about was the head has to be held up and the head has to become very, very strong. Those muscles have to be very strong. I mean, you look at football players, you can't even tell the difference between their shoulders oh, and boy, their heads. Their necks are so strong <clears throat> because they have to be. That's the most fragile part of your body. But if you took away all your bones and all your organs and all your skin and your circulatory system and all your hair and have I missed anything? Every single thing and left just your nervous system, you'd look exactly as you do right now. That's how huge your nervous system. People would come by and say, hi, Jack. You'd look a little gray. Yeah, they'd say, you're, you're a little pale and you're bald. You're looking a little gray, Jack. <laughs> but they would recognize me. They'd see the corners of my mouth, yes. my nose, my eyes. They'd see my fingers, especially my fingertips. You could be in a lineup. They, right, yeah. and they would know it was you if all there was present was the nervous system. That's how extent it is throughout the body. Yeah, that blows your mind. Yeah. That, that your nervous system is that powerful. So a it's, missile- the first nerv- it's the first system to form after your conception, wow. even before your heart is beating wow. at about six, three to six weeks in there, the nervous system is already being laid out to all the cells of the body. So a misalignment, the size, the thinness of a piece of paper can just wreak havoc in your body. Yes, Bones hold us up and that's very important, but our nervous system gives us life. I, I couldn't say it better than that. You're, you know, your bones hold you up, the muscles move the bones, but it's the nervous system that is the expression of life. Yeah. You know, your muscles don't love. <laughs> you know, your 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 bones don't think of a better way to solve a problem. They don't give you these, joy. All these organs exist for the nervous system. Yeah. Because that's where you're at. And this is exactly why we're going to dedicate our entire episode next week to tell you the forbidden secret of how easy it is to get out of pain and to get on the path of inner healing. Yeah, so if you know anybody that suffers from this this misalignment that we've been talking about, make sure to have them tune in next week because we're going to do a special edition on all the symptoms that can result from the misalignment of a spine. And there are many, and some of the most common ones we have seen recently are learning disabilities in a child, uh, seizures, epilepsy, 
headache, migraine, oh, cluster cl- headaches. Cluster headaches. I just had one yesterday, in fact, a student from the local university. And I had a husband, too, that had the same problem, those yes. cluster headaches. And sciatica, severe heartburn Ooh, yeah. that we both work together on, high blood pressure. In fact, in the Journal of Human Hypertension in 2007, the May edition, there is a special article by Dr. George Backris, who's known as the doctor hypertension in the medical circles. It was a study of the very thing we do in our clinic, published in a medical journal of that date, about bringing down type 2 hypertensive patients without drugs. Hmm. And then um, Parkinson's, MS, that we have seen since Christmas, but the one we have the most fun with because it seems to surprise the patient the most. The one that has the most canceled surgery, and that is knee pain. Mm -hmm. Because we change how you walk by correcting the misalignment. We never even touch the knee. And after the correction, they stand up and they've got this surprised look on their face Mm -hmm. like, what kind of magic did you just do? (laughs) So these are just some of the more common things that we see all the time. Time does not now permit a listing of everything we see in the clinic. So if you know anybody that suffers from these symptoms, make sure you send them this episode and have them subscribe to the Forbidden Podcast so they don't miss the special report we're going to do next week. And that will be a full discussion of all that we've seen in decades of practice. So, see you next week. See you later. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast and Mary's and My Health Secrets. Now, here's where you can help us help mankind by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really want to join Jimmy Moore, Bulletproof Executive, Lear Keith, and all the other revolutionaries in saving your families with the forbidden truth about self-healing. Please like us on Facebook and follow on Twitter at Forbidden Doctor. More information is available at ForbiddenDoctor.com or call us at 866-867-5070. We answer calls. These podcasts are provided for information only. The previous statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Nothing that was said is intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.